fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Fresh Word Today. Thank you for listening. We're going to get to the Word of God and learn some further things about knowing God. In our last episode, we talked about knowing God as Father. Like we said in Christian faith, God is revealed as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So if I want to know God today, I must know Him as Father, I must know Him as the Son, I must know Him as the Holy Spirit. And three in one, that's what we call that mystery in the Christian faith. Let's go for that. Knowing God, the Son, Jesus, the Son of God. He came into the world. He lived here for some time. He went to the cross, died for our sins, was buried, rose again, and went to heaven to come back for us. That is the root and foundation of our faith. And that's what makes us Christian. But let's explore more about this Jesus who brought his Father and sent the Holy Spirit to us. Let's go to John 13, verse 1. The Bible says this. Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who are in the world, he loved them to the end. Oh, I love that. <laughs> He loved his own who are in the world. So we are in the world today. And he loved us to the end. He's still loving us. Never ending. To the very limit. He's determined to love us. Nothing, nothing holding back. Nothing, he's not holding anything back. He gave his life. He said, in the, when he was talking to his disciple, he said, there is no greater love than this, that a man should lay down his life for his friends. And he laid down his life for us. Glory be to his name. And so, this wonder of a person who sacrificed himself for us, we should get to know him quite well. Let's, let's go to John 10. It gives us some more light about our, 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 our privilege of knowing him. In John 10, Christ was describing himself as the shepherd and we have come to him as the sheep. And he was talking about, I'm the door of the sheep, I'm the good shepherd. I live my life for the sheep. I call them and I have life and have it more abundantly. And when you go to verse 15, it says this, As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. Listen to verse 14. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and I'm known by my own. So, Jesus was saying that as the good shepherd, he knows us. But in turn, you also know him. And I'm known by my own. So they don't know strangers. They run away from strangers. So we should learn to know and be familiar with Jesus and get to know this wonderful Son of God who gave his life for us. In fact, if you read after Apostle Paul, Philippians 3, he was talking about coming to Christ and uh, listen to this, what he said in verse 7, Philippians 3, verse 7, but what things were gained to me, this I've counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. Whom have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I might gain Christ. Interesting. Paul gave up everything social, spiritual, financial, political, personal privileges and assets just to gain Christ. 
and because the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, personalize it. And in verse 10, it says, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death. He by any means, and the attain the resurrection of the dead. Listen, that I may know him. This man was toward the end of his life, was still having his heart cry. That I may know Christ and the power of his resurrection. He said, they called that knowledge the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ, my Lord. In fact, if you go to 1 Corinthians 2, Paul was talking for that to the Corinthians. In verse 2, he says, For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Wow. What, 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 what the focus of knowledge. So, we should know Him. We should be passionate about looking, understanding and getting familiar with the Lord Jesus. In fact, the Bible says that He will say in the last days to people who prophesy, who did wonders in His name, He said, Depart from me. I don't know you. Wow. So let's get to know him. Jesus Christ the Lord. And, and, and I want us to understand that from chapter 2 of the book of Colossians. And it tells us more about how, how, to, how to know this Christ. Listen to this. Chapter 2, Colossians verse 6 and verse 7. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith as you have been taught, abandoning in it with thanksgiving. This is loaded. He said we should be rooted in Christ, and we should be built up in Christ. We should be established in the faith that we have been taught and abandoned in this faith with thanksgiving. So we should wake up every day giving thanks to the Lord Jesus for rescuing our souls. And so we should be taught, we should open to his teaching, said, learn of me and you will find rest for your soul. Jesus is not primarily a miracle worker. It's primarily the word of God that wants to change your life by him speaking to you and teaching you. So we should get rooted and built up in him. But how do we do this? Verse say, as you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so continue to walk in him. That means the word walk, that means to style your life after him. Your lifestyle, style your life after him. To walk, to continue. He said, I'm the light of the world, this world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, shall have the light of life. So we have to now start following him. We start to get behind him and let him be the one who leads and guides as the shepherd. But now he said, as therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, this word of God that has come as a human being, Paul said, you receive him as who? Christ Jesus the Lord. So knowing the Son of God is knowing him as Christ Jesus the Lord. We are going to dig into that. So if I'm going to get familiar with Jesus, I'm going to know him as Christ Jesus the Lord. When we open New Testament, the first book there described who Jesus was. The first name that we're dealing was Jesus. And the Bible said this about him. Matthew 121. She will bring forth a son, we shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sin. So if I want to know the Son of God, I must know him as Jesus, 
and Jesus was called was called Jesus, which means Savior. So he will save his people from their sins. So if I'm going to know Jesus, I must be experiencing him as my Savior from sin. I cannot continue in sin and know Jesus quite well. Just like if you are going to know a soap and be familiar with soap, you must allow it to wash your clothes. If you don't allow it to wash your clothes, you will never really appreciate the soap quite well. Jesus has come to save his people from their sin. We are his people. So we know him by allowing him to save us from our sins. So we know him by being saved from our sin. The more we get away from sin, the more we know him. The more we know him, the more we refuse to sin. Wow. The more we know Christ, the more we understand him as our Savior. Jesus. Know him first. You know, it is, it is, it is Christ, Jesus, the Lord. The center there is Jesus. As Christ, that's the Lord. But the center there is Jesus. Jesus is our Savior. Everyone must know him as Jesus first. If you don't know Jesus first, you never know him. For he will save his people from their sin. He came to save. He came to seek and to save the lost. If you have been found, you are now in his hand. He's our Savior. And every day as you go, allow him to save you from iniquities, from sin, and from unrighteousness. You have to learn to do that. That's all the book of Romans chapter 6. was talking about, you know, now that we died with him, now we live with him, and we now put sin aside. And don't let sin overtake our members and use them for as instrument of righteousness. But that we should yield ourselves to God and be allowed to let His grace flow through us so that we can put aside sin. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. So that is in the area of knowing Him as Jesus. Now, what about knowing Him as Christ? Let's go to chapter for the book of Philippians verse 13. Let's go to that popular place in the Bible that all of us know. It says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Did you hear that? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, as our Savior, Jesus, He delivers us from sin and that deliverance is continuous. He's able to save us to the outermost. Those who come to him, those of us who come to him, or come to the Father through him. But then it's also our Christ. Christ means the anointed, the anointed one, the one with the full measure of the Spirit, the one who has all the energy, all the abilities, all the wisdom of God at his disposal. In him, the Godhead dwells bodily. So, in that abundance of strength, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So when I start knowing him as Christ, I'm becoming empowered. Let's hear Amplified Bible. It says this, I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I'm ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength to me. I'm self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. That's the sufficiency of Christ. You need to flow with, you need to flow in, you need to imbibe. And that sufficiency will make you sufficient. 
He said, I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. So one of the ways we get to know the Lord is to be open to him to strengthen us, to lift us, to get us going. To, to You know, when he was here physically with the disciples in Judea and Galilee, they walked together. He was their strength. He was their eyes. He was their direction. He was their wisdom. He was their power. He was their all in all. And it can be the same thing for you as you allow him. Like he told Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. I'm available to you all through the journey. I'm there with you in the valleys, on the mountains. As you go through, as you go over, as you go under, I'm there with you so you are never alone. So you can say boldly, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man can do to me. So is our Christ. Is our empowerer. Let's use that word. The empowerment of a Christian comes from Christ, not just from finances. He will empower you at every level. I can do all things spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially, maritally, socially, politically speaking, too. I can do all things through Christ. The, the, the beauty of a child of God that the anointing is fresh from Christ upon him daily. So you anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over. That's knowing Christ. Ah, he said, as you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord. Jesus the Lord. Let's talk about the Lord. You know, the Lord. That's the best word to call him all the time. The Lord, my Lord, my Lord. He said, he said my Lord. My Lord. Uh, let's look at his Lordship. Listen to this. Uh, this is this is beautiful. Uh, uh, let's read that in the in the, in the, in the New King James version. It's, it's beautiful there. Philippians two. Let's start from verse eight or nine there about. Okay, let's look at verse eight. And being found in appearance as a man, Jesus Himself, when He was here, He humbled Himself, became obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Therefore, verse nine, Philippians two. God also has highly exalted Him and given the name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven or those on earth and of those under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is master, Lord, sovereign to the glory of God the Father. And you must know him as the Lord, the master, the sovereign. Every name must bow including you and every tongue, you know yourself, must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is Lord over all and everyone must be under his authority. And we must yield ourselves to him and follow him. Listen to this in Romans chapter 14, verse 9. So let's start from verse, uh, to make it very clear. Verse 7. For none of us lives to himself and no one dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. For to this end Christ died and rose and lived again, that he might be Lord, both of both the dead and the living. So we live for him now. We live to him. He's the center of our life now, not ourselves anymore. When he's our Lord, he dictates the agenda. We follow. Actually, a real believer is not a leader. He's a follower. Jesus is the leader. He's our leader. He's our master. He's our king. We are all his subjects. And we must listen to him. We must obey him. In fact, he told disciples to go into all the world, teaching all nations, that they should observe all that he has commanded 
them. So, we know him, the Lord as the commander. His words are commands and we follow him. It's, it's authorized. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore. Devil, demons, evil spirits, circumstances, people, they all bow to him. And he's our master, he's our Lord, he's our eldest brother. That's Jesus, the Lord. All glory to the king on the throne, the lamb that was slain and is living forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for listening.